Support for the Emerging Texas Strong podcast comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. On this episode of Emerging Texas Strong. My advice for business owners out there, if you're not in Texas, is to get to Texas. I think that this is where it's happening in the next three years. This is going to be you know, if you want to take Austin as a micro example, but if you Texas as a whole example, this is going to be the Silicon Valley of the 90s. This is what is happening now. We're going to look back on this and say, this was the boom, boom time. This is when fantastic businesses emerged out of COVID. And this is where everyone moved to. And this was the place to be. Welcome back to Emerging Texas Strong, a growing collection of stories, lessons, and advice from small business owners in Texas working hard to survive this pandemic economy. We follow a collection of businesses and we weave their stories together as we navigate a full season of big picture topics like emotional intelligence at work, disruptions in the supply chain, and the business of bringing business back to the office. There's no doubt there's something happening in Texas. It's in the air. There's an electricity, a feeling of ambition and entrepreneurial magic that the sky is the limit. No matter where you live, I'm willing to bet you're meeting some new Texans too. People from all over the globe ready to open up shop and bet their futures on the legend of the Lone Star State. This influx has already brought confirmed businesses such as Tesla, Google, Oracle, HP, and Samsung, as well as celebrities like Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, James Vanderbeek, Parker Posey, 50 Cent, and more. It's clear that something is happening, even if we don't have a name for it yet. This episode is called Why Texas, and I decided to focus on the massive growth and migration happening within our state because it's part of the story of our recovery. I was introduced to Ed Curtis, the CEO of an organization called Why Texas, which is the letter Y and the word Texas. It's an organization that offers support to business owners looking to relocate or start new businesses in the great state of Texas. I quickly became fascinated with his organization, that there's a group who's making it easier for companies to move here. So in the effort of discovering what's going on beneath the surface, I was really excited to talk to the business owners on today's episode, Tim Stack of Silicon Hills Auctions and Byron Smith of XSpace, in order to find out firsthand what's drawing people here. But first... I need to talk to Ed Curtis of Why Texas to see what's going on big picture. Why is Texas having this moment? My name is Ed Curtis. I'm the CEO of Why Texas, and we are a welcome wagon for companies and individuals that are relocating to the great state of Texas. Well, I moved to Texas in 1993. I was raised in upstate New York, about a couple of hours north of New York City. Funny story, I was working for an ad agency, and one of my accounts was a TV station called KTVT in Dallas. The people were so nice and asked me to take a visit to Texas, and I did. I came back, and I told my family I was moving to Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's so great. Okay, you're the, then you're the perfect ambassador. Yes, they say a, a New Yorker starts a company called Why Texas? kind of ironic. <laughs> I'd say it's a pretty good sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me about what Wide Texas does as an organization and how it functions to serve its business members. 
Well, Y-Tex, we've evolved a lot over the last eight years. When we first formed the organization, we really wanted to put together kind of a networking group for executives, mainly CEOs that were moving themselves, their families, and their companies to Texas to just have a safe space to meet people and to just build a network within the state. I tell people, we call ourselves the welcome wagon. If you're moving into Texas, you want to go to the coolest party. And when you go to the party, you need people that are hosting the party that know how to navigate you around the state. So we've always been mindful of making sure that that quote unquote party has more people that are from here than people that have moved here, because those are really the people that are, I think the the companies that are moving here are really looking to learn from. So if we lose that balance of the party hosts to the party guests, we might lose our impact. And we've evolved as we expanded around the state. uh, We've evolved into a lot more than that. We're now kind of a collective resource where we've been able to not only share experiences with people who have moved into Texas, but also gain thought leadership from people that have been doing business in Texas forever to, you know, help accelerate the success of these companies moving into the state. And then we've also been collaborating a lot with kind of legislators and state agencies, not necessarily politicians. We don't get into the political scene, but, you know, there are the Texas Controller's Office and the Workforce uh, Commission are really looking at Texas as a good collective. I mean, if you think about it, we're you know, we're really a mix of people from different cultures, different backgrounds, people who have moved here, people who have been here forever, people who are doing business in Houston and Dallas. So there's a lot of value in that, you know, collective wisdom. So we've been able to build good relationships with, um, you know, state agencies that rely on our, on our feedbacks. What does business look like for Texas and recovery? Well, business in Texas, as it relates to the recovery, is far outpacing the rest of the country. Again, we've been open for a while and we've had a lot of migration into the state. So our real estate market, any company that's providing a service to individuals, whether that's banks or accounting firms or wealth management firms, they're flocking here as well because they see the migration and the uh, the population growth. And there's a lot of intellectual capital moving into the state. So these are people that have skills, that have jobs that are coming here either moving for a job relocation or just packing their bags and moving down here knowing that they could get a job within a week and that's typically the case so that's i think that's a main reason why uh, we're we're outpacing the rest of the country so go ahead and tell me a little bit about why texas members what parts of the globe are they coming from well we've got a good mix of people that have come from all over the globe Uh, i'll tell you, obviously, most of them are coming from California. Uh, there are a lot that are coming from the East Coast, but some from the Midwest as well. And we're seeing a lot of international, which is one of the most fun parts for me. So the, the mix, I, I would say probably 60% of, of our members, if you want to call them members, we kind of call them strategic partners, are relatively longstanding Texas-run businesses. And about 40% probably moved within the state within the last five years. What kind of factors are you seeing that business owners and CEOs and boards are looking for when they're deciding whether or not to relocate to Texas? Well, uh, 
there are many factors that companies are considering when they're relocating and, and moving into Texas. I'll tell you recently, uh, the number one on the list, and there's not even a close second, is talent and the ability to hire people that have the skills to meet the, uh, the, the needs of the company. Historically, that was not the number one. That was probably two, three, or four. Uh, the others were centrally located within the United States. Um, cost of living, of course, availability to build and to expand and grow your company. All right, let me ask one last one. I feel like we're in a boom time right now, post-pandemic. Is there a way that we can make sure that this boom time in Texas continues? Yep, I, I say this all the time, whether you're an individual moving here without a job or you're a company moving here and bringing thousands of people, everyone's moving here for an opportunity. And it, 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 I talk to a lot of people that say, look, I, I don't know what the heck's going on down there, but I need to get there because I don't want to miss out. And, and that's exactly the feeling that people get when they move here is that there's a lot happening and I don't want to miss out. It's the fear of missing out. There are many ways we can continue the boom in Texas. And I think it's not taking our foot off the gas pedal. There's still a lot of physical room to grow in the state of Texas. And if you come from some other states, they're pretty well developed. And there's not much opportunity to, you know, take down a million square feet to build a warehouse or a distribution center. So I think it's just continuing to innovate. People are, like I said, they're going to continue to move here for opportunities and really just operate as a unified business community. I think the, the sky's the limit. Now let's hear firsthand what the Texas mystique looks like from the outside, speaking directly to two business owners who've moved to Texas within this past year to find out why they chose to make Texas their home, as well as the global HQs for their companies. Our next guest, Tim Stack, is the co-owner of Silicon Hills Auctions. Tim relocated from California, and he says his move to Texas was about more than just business. It was about making a good life where his family is the focus. Hello, my name is Tim Stack, and I'm a part owner of Silicon Hills Auctions. We are located here in Spicewood, Texas, just outside of Austin, and our job is to help other companies monetize their surplus assets on the secondary market. My journey to Texas was kind of unique. I ended up retiring after 20 years with the Los Angeles Police Department, moved from that position, and I picked up another job within Texas as a police officer. It was just time. It was time for my family to experience a dad who could actually stay home. My neighbor, who was an owner of another company that moved from California, asked me if I wanted to go in on this new venture with him, creating Silicon Hills Auctions. Uh, we Both of us uh, understood the importance of having a company based here in Texas and starting one from the ground up. And they're just because of the opportunity that Texas actually offers small companies, it was just a, a good fit for the business model that we wanted to proceed forward with. And that's what really transitioned me from being that police officer and, and retired military guy to now take over the operations and run with a company in that manner. Business here in Texas uh, during this recovery period, I truly believe it's kind of, it's opening up a, a new market for everybody, right? Because everybody gets to reinvent themselves as they're pressing forward. 
businesses who were completely closed down, people at home offices, as that progressed, they had to reinvent how they did what they did. And and I think that opened up doors for us monetizing surplus assets on the secondary market. Hey, we don't need this equipment anymore, or we don't need this office space anymore. We have tons of things that need to be sold in the secondary market, right? So we actually are able to take a step back, evaluate the company and and their potential for being customers for us, but also our our potential for helping them get to where they need to be. I would imagine that any single one of those CEOs uh, has a game plan that they have in place. And we do fit somewhere in that game plan. Why do you think that Texas is having a moment right now? Wow, Texas is... You know, every article you read about business, somewhere in that article, something is going to come up with the word Austin in it Um, and, and, and Dallas and Houston. I mean, it just Texas overall has got such good publicity for it being such a, first of all, tax friendly state. Uh, And I think the word is getting out that not only is it good for businesses, but it's good for the families that are connected to these businesses. So you have just a number of businesses that when you talk to them, they're like, you know what, we just moved here. We we didn't even plan on moving to Texas. And then we got here and my family loves it. I mean, they start talking about not, it's not even what they do at work. It's what they do when they're not at work, you know? So that environment itself, I think is breeding this communication amongst companies. Cause we all know that these companies all talk to each other and how it's really become such a uh, a mecca for for big and small businesses to grow and actually in live in an environment where the employees actually feel connected to not only who they work for but where they live. What other cities were you considering when you were looking for a new place to HQ this version of the company? Well, first of all, I think it's important to pick your location that's going to best serve your family. And so we really looked first on what's going to be best for the family. We all have kids. The school districts have to be good. You know, you can't set your company up for success and at the same time set your family up for failure. Your business life shouldn't run your entire life. At least we'd all like to strive for that. But when you have a way that when you're not working, that you can get out and enjoy the the amazing amenities of Hill Country, uh, that was an easy easy selection for us. Um, Austin being within commuting distance for us is is also uh, an easy way to commute to the airport, to fly out to different states, to have business with other companies in other states as well, but really also to focus on uh, a lot of business in the local area. And, you know, Dallas isn't that far and Houston isn't that far. I mean, Texas is big, but you know, half car will travel. So it's it's a th- pretty much a three, four hour drive wherever we go. And if we need to reach out to a company and we need to go meet face to face, I think we're uh, centrally located within the state that we could reach out and, and be effective and ready to respond when we need to. When we come back from break, we'll meet a new Texan who's an international expat looking to expand his Australian flexible space business model into the American market. And he chose Lakeway, Texas as the national HQ. But first, a word from our sponsor. Support for this program comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a safety-focused workers' comp provider, supplying information and resources that can help Texas employers stop accidents before they happen. More at TexasMutual.com. And now, back to our show. Our final guest on today's show is Byron Smith 
co-owner of X-Space and a new resident of Lakeway, Texas. Byron shares what brought him to Texas and why he's excited to be a part of the magic moment that's happening here right now. My name is Byron Smith. I'm the co-founder of X-Space. We are, our first project in America is in Lakeway in Austin, Texas, and we provide commercial condominiums. It's an adaptation of a business that we've done in Australia. From 300 to 3,000 square feet, we're going to use Texas as a platform to grow our brand nationally, which we're really excited about. We decided to open up our first X space in Texas for one really big reason. We actually started looking at doing this in New York and LA. And um, we, my business partner and I are making a, a, an adaptation of what we've done in Australia. We're trying in Los Angeles and, and New York. We didn't find any luck there whatsoever. And I was in Houston. I was having a cocktail over a strip mall. And I looked around and there was a dense commercial building, a church with a school on it, and uh, actually a strip club. And I asked the person next to me, what's, what's going on with the zoning here? They said there's no zoning in Houston. So I called up my business partner and we went on a two-week tour of Houston and Austin. And once we got there, we started seeing how business-friendly it was, how um, many opportunities there were, the depth of the market, uh, all the stuff that your, your listeners would know about. And we came down here. We did a tour of Austin saw that as a massive opportunity for early adopters, and the rest is history. I've moved permanently from New York in 2020. We purchased the land in uh, 2019. So we've been doing business here since 2019, and now we're permanently HQ'd here as of last year. Why do you think that Texas is having a moment right now? I think Texas is having a moment right now because of what's happening in California and New York. There's an anti-business sentiment. There's a there's a uh, there's a, not just a bad feeling or a bad taste left in the mouth after the pandemic, and Texas was leading the way in figuring out how you could figure the problems out in a pro-business environment. And from a personal perspective, I think it aligns a lot with a lot of the Australian values that we have. And so, for both on a personal and business level, it was a no-brainer for me and for our company. The reason why I joined Why Texas was very simple. There's a clear vision of what we're doing and there's a clear strategic alignment and that is using this platform that we're building in texas because i think we're using that as a proof of concept to lay a foundation in texas to build 10 15 maybe 20 x spaces within texas use that as a platform to then grow the brand nationally so when it comes back to what ed and why texas are doing they're all about how can we promote what's going on in Texas and show the world what's going on in Texas? We're huge advocates. We've decided that Texas is where we want to be. This is where we're going to build our platform. This is where we're going to scale up and we're going to use that as a platform. So that's that's where the strategic alliance with why Texas comes in. Are there any metrics that you're revisiting constantly as a business owner that, that are guiding your plans for the future? The metrics that we're looking at are how are people after the dislocation that COVID created, where are people going? Are they staying in the suburbs? Are they coming back to the city? How are things going to play out in a post-COVID world? Is it going to pendulum swing back closer to where it was, or is it going to be completely reimagined? My personal opinion is the pendulum will swing back and we'll have an adjusted way 
of life. There was a reason why we built the life that we did before the pandemic, right? Because that's the life that we like. It's very social. It's it got all these great things that we weren't allowed to do. So I don't think it's going to be this massive different world we come into, but it is going to evolve and it's going to change. And like anything in life or in a great big city, these things, this is what happens. So we're positioning ourselves to, to be part of that, that conversation and that dialogue in the best possible place post-COVID. My advice for business owners out there, if you're not in Texas, is to get to Texas. I think that this is where it's happening. In the next three years, this is going to be, you know, if you want to take Austin as a micro example, but if you Texas as a whole example, this is going to be the Silicon Valley of the 90s. This is what is happening now. We're going to look back on this and say, this was the boom, boom time. This is when fantastic businesses emerged out of COVID. And this is where everyone moved to. And this was the place to be. As a part of the final thoughts of this episode, I wanted to share an idea that I've been rolling around in my head for the last few months. Now, there is a perspective that can be worried that with all of these new people migrating, people from all over who want to call Texas home, but bring different cultures and ways of life, political values, all of that to the table. And some people might worry that Texas is going to lose what makes it special? It's, it's Texas flavor. And as I thought that question through to the end, I realized that the thing that has always made Texas special is the merge and the mashup of cultures that we have and that we have adapted throughout the history of this state. When we talk about Tex-Mex and they come together to make something new and beautiful. Things like cheese dip, margaritas, nachos, fajitas, all of these things that are staples would never have happened if we didn't get the mashup of these two cultures. Kalachis on a road trip up I-35, Schulenburg, Texas, and the painted churches. Think about New Braunfels and Schlitterbahn and Oktoberfest. Think about Houston and its amazing food scene. And you can only get that when you have this mix of Cajun and Creole influences coming in. And you have the adaptation and the migration of a large Asian American population that has made an amazing Chinatown. All of your favorite things. Music and the Tejano sound. For me, I think about living in San Antonio, Texas, where we celebrate a two-week festival called Fiesta. And it's not something that came from Mexico. It's something that we celebrate here. I think about Fredericksburg, Texas, and those German settlements. And I guess what I want people to remember is that as Texas continues to grow, it will continue to adapt and change. And perhaps if we remember that some of our most favorite parts of what makes Texas so special come from the merging and the adapting of two cultures to each other, perhaps we can start to look forward to the changes to our culture that will be made and the fact that Texas will keep growing, that there's more to come. There is so much that we can't even know that's on the horizon for us. I really, truly encourage everyone to get excited about being a part of this moment. 
I just want to remind people, Texas is beautiful because of the mashup and the merging of these cultures. And I don't think there's any doubt that at the end of the day, they have become Texas. We just have to trust that this great state is big enough to grow and change and welcome us all. You can't do it wrong. And if we want to celebrate that you can go to a place called the Original Donut Shop and get fresh homemade donuts, kolaches, and breakfast tacos all in the same place, we've got to remember that there's room here for all of us. And we're so fortunate to be here in this moment and experiencing this together. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Emerging Texas Strong. Let's take a second and review a few things that might be useful to you from this episode. Number one, Ed says it's simple. There's a sense of FOMO, a fear of missing out on this magical moment in Texas. Why? Because we're supportive to business, we have space for growth, affordable lifestyles, culture, a skilled workforce, and let's not forget Tex-Mex. But more importantly, this is just where it's all happening. Number two, Texas is outpacing the rest of the country when it comes to the financial recovery post-pandemic. I think that this influx is really key to our recovery because it's been a hard year for many different industries, but with the boom that we're seeing, there's no way we're not going to skyrocket out of this downturn. Number three, we should be proud of the fact that word is getting out about Texas being not only good for business, but also good for families. And the more we welcome our neighbors and introduce them to our culture and local favorites, the more we help all those small local businesses with more happy patrons and a boom to the microeconomy in our neighborhoods too. Number four, if we want to keep the boom time going, we can't take our foot off the gas pedal. There is room to grow. There are improvements and innovations to be made. What made Texas great the first time around is that we had enterprising men and women who saw the opportunity and made the most out of it. We're blessed with another chance right now to do the same. Let's all commit to welcoming our new Texas neighbors and riding the wave together as we crest into the next big boom for Texas. And number five, the only thing that's constant is change. The better you can navigate and embrace change, the better off you'll be. And remember that Texas is so special because of the melange of cultures that make it that way. Don't lose sight of the fact that this is a giant part of what makes life in Texas so great and that we have more of it to look forward to as we grow. If you've enjoyed this podcast or found it useful, please share an episode with a friend. We want to grow Emerging Texas Strong as a free resource for business owners. So send it to someone who could use these lessons to be happier and healthier business owners. Join us next week for episode four, Disruptions in the Supply Chain, where we'll talk with business owners in a number of different fields to find out how supply chain disruptions are still affecting business and what they're doing about it. Podcast production. Interviews, edits, sound design, and office snacks for the Emerging Texas Strong podcast are done by Lindsay Lindbergh. Bios and business information for all guests featured in Season 2 can be found on EmergingTexasStrong.com. 
Find out how you can work with them and support Texas small business. To share the hope, the journey, the struggles, and the advice, be sure to follow, like, rate, and subscribe to Emerging Texas Strong on the web so that each episode shows up directly in your podcast feed. And if you're enjoying the show and want to show us some love, leave a five-star review. It'll help more people find us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Emerging Texas Strong or Twitter at Texas Strong Pod, where I'll be posting ways to connect with our guests and some gems from episode three mentioned in today's show. And if you'd like to be interviewed, please reach out, contact at EmergingTexasStrong.com. Emerging Texas Strong is a production of Earnest Media. If you are interested in sponsoring a heartful podcast focused on the journey of Texas business owners for a focused market audience, we'd love that. Email contact at EmergingTexasStrong.com. And remember, you've got a friend somewhere in Texas who's rooting for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Lindbergh. Join us next time for more stories of Texas small business on Emerging Texas Strong. Support for the Emerging Texas Strong podcast comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Now, I don't know if you just spelled this wrong for whatever reason, but it's uh, hills, like like hill country. Hills. Oh, hills. I just thought I heard you say heels. It's my California accent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? It's a Texas accent. I was hearing you with Texas ears. Heels. Yeah, right? <laughs>